I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hello, my friends. It's Thursday. That means it's time for what I call a mixed drinks episode. Rather than focusing on one topic, I've got three, maybe today, three and a half things that I want to talk about. Number one is tracking things, pros and cons. Number two is the very simple pleasures in life. Number three is the concept of buying quote unquote nice things as gifts. Listen, I don't know if any of those sound that interesting the way I just described them, but I, I think they are. I'm pretty sure they are. So just keep listening if you want. If, if you don't, you know, I'll never know. So it's totally up to you. All right. Number one, <laughs> I have been thinking so much about tracking things and I made a, a half joke on Instagram this week that I was walking on my walking pad at my standing desk and I had forgotten to put my Apple watch into my pocket. And so none of my steps had counted. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was really frustrated because if you didn't track it, then like, what's even the point? And you know, it's like a half joke, but I, I really do like getting the gold stars for things and not just for steps or workouts. I'm very fond of tracking my spending. And I was thinking specifically about how last year and the year before I tracked the number of hours that I spent outside because I wanted to spend 500 hours outside the first year. Let's see, that would have been 2021. I didn't do it. I landed somewhere in the 400, somewhere between 400 and 500. And the second year I did do it. I went just over 500 actually. That would have been 2022. And so for this year and 2023, I I just thought, well, I've been tracking it the last two years. I really think I've built the habit and I've built the strong neural pathway where (laughs) when it is nice outside, my brain says, hey, you should go outside, which is really what I wanted. But I have found myself feeling vaguely disappointed now when I go outside and I am like, oh, I, you know, I kind of instinctively go to reach for my phone. I had this little app on my phone that I used to track my time outside and there's no reason to use it. And I find myself feeling disappointed, like, oh, I'm just outside just to enjoy the nice weather. And I just think that that's so funny. (laughs) And I don't know if that means that I should... if I should go back to tracking because I got joy out of it or if I should stop tracking because clearly I need to work on just enjoying things just for the sake of enjoying them and not for getting the gold star or the check mark. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I am laughing because, okay, I'm recording this and I was texting with Maggie from Friends on Fire earlier today and we were swapping notes about podcast editing and I told her, hey, if you ever hear anything on my podcast that you think I should change or that doesn't sound good from an audio perspective, let me no. She said, okay. She just texted me. Okay. Should I try to keep that to one page or is a longer talk? <laughs> okay. And then of course she said, JK, JK. Oh, that's really funny. In any case, <laughs> live theater here, folks. Live, this is, I mean, it's not live for you, but it's live for me. I, I track a lot of things. I track, I did a whole episode actually about things I track and I don't track. And I really, really liked that episode. Uh, uh, hang on. Let me write it down. So I remember to link it in the show notes. And 
and I got some great feedback on it and had some great conversations after I shared that. I track a lot of things related to money. I track things related to workouts. I track things related to being outside. I track the books that I read. For a while, I was tracking my clothing. I know it got kind of popular for a while for people to track the cost per use of clothing items, but I was trying well, for a while to wear everything in my closet. So I was tracking what I had and had not worn. Track my charitable giving. I guess that just falls under the money. Um, heading for a while, I was tracking how much I was driving because I wanted to understand maybe I could go. We could, we're a one car household, and I was wondering if we could go to a zero car household. So I was trying to track how much we drove so I could understand what the cost would be to switch to just using ride shares or renting cars or things like that. I've been thinking a lot about this sort of vague disappointment I get when I go outside. And there's nothing to track and I I don't get my gold stars for going outside. And it makes me a little bit nervous when I think about early retirement because I've spent all of these years now tracking my savings rate and tracking how much I'm investing per year and tracking my net worth and watching that go up. And I'm a, I'm really, I, I, I had toyed around with the idea that I, I would feel a loss when that went away. I mean, there, there's still certainly plenty of money things to track when you're retired. You can still track your spending and your net worth and all kinds of stuff. But I, I had thought in my head, like, oh yeah, I'm probably, that's probably going to be an adjustment for me. But realizing like the actual visceral feeling of being bummed when I go outside and I'm not pulling out an app to track it kind of hit home that like, oh yeah, okay. And that's only something that I tracked for the last two years and it wasn't a super serious goal. So I think I really am going to struggle with that. So I want to start thinking about it now. I want to start just pre-worrying about it. I want to start worrying about it now. So I'm like real ready to be worried about it when it comes. It's kind of how I live my life. Anyways, that's how I feel about tracking things. That's thing number one. Thing number two, what did I say? Everyday pleasures. I was posting online that I love, I love baths. I say that a lot. But when I was younger, I almost every night, not every night, but almost every night I would take a bath and I would watch the daily show and I would watch the daily show by uh, opening up my laptop and and playing it on my computer. And I would put my computer on a little bar stool that I set to the tub and I would have one glass of champagne. Well, one glass of sparkling wine. It was not champagne (laughs) for sure. And I remember thinking when I was doing that, like, this is it. I mean, no amount of money could really make this better. I like maybe if I was a zillionaire, I would have a maybe a little bit of a bigger tub and maybe I'd have a TV built into the bathroom instead of a laptop on a stand. And maybe I would drink nicer sparkling wine. Maybe I would drink actual French champagne in the tub. But the experience can't beat it. And I think about that all the time. And then I saw something, uh, a woman named Val, her account is called Pennies and Purpose, shared to stories. I don't know who the original author is, but this person said, I'll just, I'm going to read this a little bit long. An author I love just tweeted about how big joy and small joy are the same and how she was just as content the other night eating chocolate and cuddling her dog as she was on her big trip to New York. And honestly, I think that's it. This morning I was listening to an audiobook while baking shortbread in my joggers and I realized I really didn't care what big things happen in my future as long as I could keep baking and reading at the weekend. And maybe that is the kind of bar we have to set to guard ourselves against disappointment. Just appreciate and cherish the mundane stuff and see everything else as a bonus. I really loved that. And it made me think about watching The Daily Show in my bathtub in my 20s and how it's you just can't get any better than that. And it's not the kind of 
thing that money can improve. So I've been ruminating on that a bit this week and trying to appreciate the things, the small things that are just lovely and that I know would not be vastly improved if I tomorrow became a zillionaire. So there's that. Speaking of everyday pleasures, donuts are one for me. I love donuts. I know that's not a unique thing. Humans like donuts. It's just fried bread with sugar on it. What's not to love? But I I posted a poll on Instagram stories about donuts. I bought a dozen donuts. They were nice donuts. These were not grocery store donuts. They were decorated, fun, and some unique flavors. And we just got a dozen as a variety pack. And the poll was, is $30 too much to pay for a dozen donuts? And I think, I don't have it in front of me, but I think it was about half said, yes, that's way too much. And about a third, a little more, a little more than half said that's too much. A little more than a third said, no, that seems about right. And then the rest just tapped the button to see the results. I think I'm okay paying $30 for donuts. And one of the things that I was thinking was, well, sure, I could have gone and gotten a dozen donuts from the grocery store or from whatever, Dunkin' or Krispy Kreme, or I don't even know. I don't buy donuts at all. And I'm not sure what donut stores I have available to me, but because I was taking them as a, like a gift, like a hostess gift, is that the right term? Our friends were hosting us for brunch and we were going to their house and so I wanted to bring I wanted to bring something and so I brought donuts and then also brought some ginger beers that I really enjoy some sort of fancy flavors for them to try but I was thinking that because they were for that purpose I bought something that was nicer and by nicer I mean more expensive although I do think these donuts were probably objectively higher quality were they tastier I I mean I think Yum is in the mouth of the beholder, but it just made me start thinking about the concept of nice gifts. Like if you read gift guides around the holidays, you'll often see, oh, and you know, get someone a nice bottle of olive oil or some nice hand soap. And it's so funny because I wouldn't have brought grocery store donuts to this brunch in the same way if I was going to gift someone, say, a set of hand soap around the holidays, I wouldn't bring them like, I don't even, I don't even know the brands of hand soap, Target branded hand soap and be like, here's your present. But I probably would bring them again. I, this, I, I've chose a horrible example because I do not know the brands. I don't know who makes nice hand soap, like some designer, like Chanel hand soap, right? Feels like a more appropriate gift than low-end hand soap. And it's not the cost necessarily because I also wouldn't bring someone 30 bottles of cheap hand soap and think that that was an equivalent gift of a couple of bottles of a very high-end designer expensive hand soap. It's something about like bringing someone a high-quality thing that makes it more giftable than something more low-end, which is interesting to me because I would never buy myself designer imaginary Chanel (laughs) hand soap. I don't think Chanel makes hand soap, but let's just pretend they do. I wouldn't do that. I would, I would never buy that for myself. And if someone gave it to me, I'd be like, all right, I would, I would probably just prefer to have a hundred bottles of cheap hand soap because then I would have hand soap probably for the rest, maybe not the rest of my life. I don't know how often we go through hand soap, but I'd use either one. And from a purely utilitarian perspective, I would get more use out of a lot of inexpensive hand soap than I would out of a small amount of very expensive hand soap. How many more times can I say hand soap? Hand soap. I don't know. Just thinking about that, I wonder that's. I wonder why that's how we are as humans. I think gift giving and the social rituals around gift giving are absolutely fascinating. 
I have so many thoughts. I'd love to talk to an expert, to an anthropologist or someone who knows why we gift the way that we do. There was actually a great episode of Hidden Brain about gifting. I mean, all episodes of Hidden Brain are great. If you don't listen to Hidden Brain, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's an hour each week that centers on a theme of human experience, like regret or gift giving or happiness or they did a couple great episodes about working from home. It's just, oh, it's fantastic. And I love the host and I love all their guests and I love their things and it's so good. And they did a great episode about gifting. So I've been thinking about gifting. I think that's interesting. All right. That was my third thing. I said three and a half. I was just going to mention that I keep saying that I need to do a full episode about my experience using the West Elm design services. I'm waiting to post it because I want to take the time to also write up like a blog post and share some photos and links to the things that I actually bought. I just have not had the time or inclination to sit down and do that. So that's why I haven't done that. But I was just going to say that on the off chance you were waiting to hear what I thought about it, I thought it was great and I would totally recommend doing it. I did recommend it to a friend of mine. She let me know that she started the process. She was working with the same person I was working with. And so far she's thought that it was really great. And so definitely a thumbs up for me. I have a lot of thoughts about getting the most out of it and what parts were great and what parts were kind of annoying. But in general, I'm a big fan. So that was my three and a half things. All right. Those are my three and a half things. Tracking things, everyday awesome things, nice gift things, and West Elm things, I think. I didn't even ask. I should have asked. I should have asked the woman. I should have asked the designer I was working with, like, hey, do you do any kind of, you know, referral links or like... I have the tiniest, I am the tiniest of micro nano influencers. <laughs> can I get a discount or can I get some commission links for all the things that I bought? But I didn't bring that up. I did not. I did buy some really nice stuff. I think I shared links on most of it already to, to Instagram. But in any case, more to come on that. All right, my friends, that is all I have for you today. I hope that you are just having such a good week that you're feeling so accomplished that you feel proud of what you got done or proud of yourself for taking time to relax. And thank you for listening. Thanks for letting me be a tiny little part of your day. If you enjoyed this episode, I mean, I hope that you did and you could just enjoy that. And that's wonderful. You could like leave a review. You could send it to someone, take a screenshot of what you're listening to and share it to social. That's always fun too. But you know, you got a lot of other things on your plate too. So don't sweat it. Thank you. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode, you have a couple options. You could just enjoy that satisfaction quietly and privately. Keep it to yourself. But just an idea. You could also share this with someone else who you think would like it. Just a thought. You do you.